The prophet Ezekiel is awestruck when he is called to be the Lord's prophet by way of a strange and mesmerizing vision. It's Ezekiel chapters 1 through 4 and Isaiah chapter 34, here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. Ezekiel is on his way to Babylon with a group of exiles when suddenly the heavens are opened and he sees a vision from God. The symbolism here is pretty deep. Coming from the north, like the Chaldean armies, the Lord's angels are fourfold with four faces and four wings, communicating the Lord's sovereignty over the fourfold directions of the earth. That's north, south, east, and west. It also symbolizes his authority over every mighty creature and over every man. The cherubim were the enforcers of divine judgment and were accompanied by wheels full of eyes, communicating that God is omniscient and omnipresent, seeing and knowing all things. Ezekiel chapters 1 through 4. In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, while I was among the exiles by the Chabar Canal, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of Jehoiachin's exile, the word of the Lord came directly to the priest Ezekiel, son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the Chabar Canal. The Lord's hand was on him there. I looked and there was a whirlwind coming from the north, a huge cloud with fire flashing back and forth, and brilliant light all around it. In the center of the fire, there was a gleam like amber. The likeness of four living creatures came from it, and this was their appearance. They looked something like a human, but each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, And the soles of their feet were like the hooves of a calf, sparkling like the gleam of polished bronze. They had human hands under their wings on their four sides. All four of them had faces and wings. Their wings were touching. The creatures did not turn as they moved. Each one went straight ahead. Their faces looked something like the face of a human, and Each of the four had the face of a lion on the right, the face of an ox on the left, and the face of an eagle. That is what their faces were like. Their wings were spread upward. Each had two wings touching that of another and two wings covering its body. Each creature went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit wanted to go, they went without turning as they moved. The likeness of the living creatures was like the appearance of blazing coals of fire, or like torches. Fire was moving back and forth between the living creatures. It was bright, with lightning coming out of it. The creatures were darting back and forth like flashes of lightning. When I looked at the living creatures, there was one wheel on the ground beside each of the four-faced creatures. The appearance of the wheels and their craftsmanship was like the gleam of beryl, and all four had the same likeness. Their appearance and craftsmanship 
was like a wheel within a wheel. When they moved, they went in any of the four directions, without turning as they moved. Their four rims were tall and awe-inspiring, completely covered with eyes. When the living creatures moved, the wheels moved beside them. And when the creatures rose from the earth, the wheels also rose. Wherever the spirit wanted to go, the creatures went in the direction the spirit was moving. The wheels rose alongside them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When the creatures moved, the wheels moved. When the creatures stopped, the wheels stopped. And when the creatures rose from the earth, the wheels rose alongside them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Over the heads of the living creatures, the likeness of an expanse was spread out. It gleamed like awe-inspiring crystal, and under the expanse their wings extended one toward another. They each also had two wings covering their bodies. When they moved, I heard the sound of their wings like the roar of a huge torrent, like the voice of the Almighty and a sound of tumult, like the noise of an army. When they stopped, they lowered their wings. A voice came from above the expanse over their heads. When they stopped, they lowered their wings. Something like a throne, with the appearance of lapis lazuli, was above the expanse over their heads. On the throne, high above, was someone who looked like a human. From what seemed to be his waist up, I saw a gleam like amber, with what looked like fire enclosing it all around. From what seemed to be his waist down, I also saw what looked like fire. There was a brilliant light all around him. The appearance of the brilliant light all around was like that of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. This was the appearance of the likeness of the Lord's glory. When I saw it, I fell face down and heard a voice speaking. He said to me, Son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak with you. As he spoke to me, the Spirit entered me and set me on my feet, and I listened to the one who was speaking to me. He said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, to the rebellious pagans who have rebelled against me. The Israelites and their ancestors have transgressed against me to this day. The descendants are obstinate and hard-hearted. I am sending you to them, And you must say to them, This is what the Lord God says. Whether they listen or refuse to listen, for they are a rebellious house, they will know that a prophet has been among them. But you, son of man, do not be afraid of them, and do not be afraid of their words. Even though briars and thorns are beside you, and you live among scorpions, 
Don't be afraid of their words or discouraged by the look on their faces, for they are a rebellious house. Speak my words to them, whether they listen or refuse to listen, for they are rebellious. And you, son of man, listen to what I tell you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I am giving you. So I looked and saw a hand reaching out to me, and there was a written scroll on it. When he unrolled it before me, it was written on the front and back, words of lamentation, mourning, and woe were written on it. He said to me, Son of man, eat what you find here. Eat this scroll, then go and speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he fed me the scroll. Son of man, he said to me, feed your stomach and fill your belly with this scroll I am giving you. So I ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. Then he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. For you are not being sent to a people of unintelligible speech or a difficult language, but to the house of Israel. Not to the many peoples of unintelligible speech or a difficult language whose words you cannot understand. No doubt, if I sent you to them, they would listen to you. But the house of Israel will not want to listen to you, because they do not want to listen to me. For the whole house of Israel is hard-headed and hard-hearted. Look, I have made your face as hard as their faces, and your forehead as hard as their foreheads. I have made your forehead like a diamond, harder than flint. Don't be afraid of them or discouraged by the look on their faces, though they are a rebellious house. Next he said to me, Son of man, listen carefully to all my words that I speak to you and take them to heart. Go to your people, the exiles, and speak to them. Tell them, this is what the Lord says, whether they listen or refuse to listen. The Spirit then lifted me up 
and I heard a loud rumbling sound behind me. Bless the glory of the Lord in his place. With the sound of the living creatures' wings brushing against each other and the sound of the wheels beside them, a loud rumbling sound, the Spirit lifted me up and took me away. I left in bitterness and in an angry spirit, and the Lord's hand was on me powerfully. I came to the exiles at Tel Abib, who were living by the Chabar Canal, and I sat there among them, stunned for seven days. Now at the end of the seven days, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, I have made you a watchman over the house of Israel. When you hear a word from my mouth, give them a warning from me. If I say to the wicked person, you will surely die, but you do not warn him, you don't speak out to warn him about his wicked way in order to save his life, that person will die for his iniquity, yet I will hold you responsible for his blood. But if you warn a wicked person, and he does not turn from his wickedness or his wicked way, He will die for his iniquity, but you will have rescued yourself. Now if a righteous person turns from his righteousness and acts unjustly, and I put a stumbling block in front of him, he will die. If you did not warn him, he will die because of his sin, and the righteous acts he did will not be remembered. Yet I will hold you responsible for his blood. But if you warn the righteous person that he should not sin, and he does not sin, he will indeed live, because he listened to your warning, and you will have rescued yourself. The hand of the Lord was on me there, and he said to me, Get up, go out to the plain, and I will speak with you there. So I got up and went out to the plain. The Lord's glory was present there, like the glory I had seen by the Chabar Canal, and I fell face down. The Spirit entered me and set me on my feet. He spoke with me and said, Go, shut yourself inside your house. As for you, son of man, they will put ropes on you and bind you with them so you cannot go out among them. I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth, and you will be mute and unable to be a mediator for them, for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth, and you will say to them, This is what the Lord God says. Let the one who listens listen, and let the one who refuses refuse, for they are a rebellious house. Now you, son of man, take a brick, set it in front of you, and draw the city of Jerusalem on it. Then lay siege to it. Construct a siege wall, build a ramp, pitch military camps, and place battering rams against it on all sides. Take an iron plate and set it up as an iron wall between yourself and the city. Face it. 
so that it is under siege and besiege it. This will be a sign for the house of Israel. Then lie down on your left side and place the iniquity of the house of Israel on it. You will bear their iniquity for the number of days you lie on your side. For I have assigned you the years of their iniquity according to the number of days you lie down. 390 days. So you will bear the iniquity of the house of Israel. When you have completed these days, lie down again, but on your right side, and bear the iniquity of the house of Judah. I have assigned you forty days, a day for each year. Face the siege of Jerusalem with your arm bared and prophesy against it. Be aware that I will put cords on you so you cannot turn from side to side until you have finished the days of your siege. Also, take wheat, barley, beans, lentils, millet, and spelt. Put them in a single container and make them into bread for yourself. You are to eat it during the number of days you lie on your side, 390 days. The food you eat each day will weigh eight ounces. You will eat it at set times. You will also drink a ration of water, a sixth of a gallon, which you will drink at set times. You will eat it as you would a barley cake and bake it over dried human excrement in their sight. The Lord said, This is how the Israelites will eat their bread ceremonially unclean, among the nations where I will banish them. But I said, O Lord God, I have never been defiled. From my youth until now, I have not eaten anything that died naturally or was mauled by wild beasts, and impure meat has never entered my mouth. He replied to me, Look, I will let you use cow dung instead of human excrement, and you can make your bread over that. He said to me, Son of man, I am going to cut off the supply of bread in Jerusalem. They will anxiously eat food they have weighed out and in dread drink rationed water for lack of bread and water. Everyone will be devastated and waste away because of their iniquity. Isaiah chapter 34 You nations, come here and listen. You peoples, pay attention. Let the earth and all that fills it hear the world, and all that comes from it. The Lord is angry with all the nations, furious with all their armies. He will set them apart for destruction, giving them over to slaughter. Their slain will be thrown out, and the stench of their corpses will rise. The mountains will flow with their blood. All the stars in the sky will dissolve, 
The sky will roll up like a scroll, and its stars will all wither as leaves wither on the tree and foliage on the fig tree. When my sword has drunk its fill in the heavens, it will then come down on Edom and on the people I have set apart for destruction. The Lord's sword is covered with blood. It drips with fat, with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord has a sacrifice in Basra, a great slaughter in the land of Edom. The wild oxen will be struck down with them, and young bulls with the mighty bulls. Their land will be soaked with blood, and their soil will be saturated with fat. For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a time of paying back Edom for its hostility against Zion. Edom's streams will be turned into pitch, her soil into sulfur, her land will become burning pitch. It will never go out day or night. Its smoke will go up forever. It will be desolate from generation to generation. No one will pass through it forever and ever. Eagle owls and herons will possess it, and long-eared owls and ravens will dwell there. The Lord will stretch out a measuring line and a plumb line over her for her destruction and chaos. No nobles will be left to proclaim a king, and all her princes will come to nothing. Her palaces will be overgrown with thorns, her fortified cities with thistles and briars. She will become a dwelling for jackals, an abode for ostriches. The desert creatures will meet hyenas, and one wild goat will call to another. Indeed, the night birds will stay there and will find a resting place. Sand partridges will make their nests there. They will lay and hatch their eggs and will gather their broods under their shadows. Indeed, the birds of prey will gather there, each with its mate. Search and read the scroll of the Lord. Not one of them will be missing. None will be lacking its mate, because he has ordered it by my mouth, and he will gather them by his Spirit. He has cast the lot for them. His hand allotted their portion with a measuring line. They will possess it forever. They will dwell in it from generation to generation. All right, friends, that's the end of our first episode in the book of Ezekiel. If you are new to the podcast and you've jumped in to join us for Ezekiel, Welcome. I want you to know that if you start with us in January, you can get the entire Bible in five days a week over the course of a year. We'll be in the book of Ezekiel for about 14 episodes. That's just shy of three weeks. As you've also noticed, we are back in the book of Isaiah. We actually won't be in Isaiah that long. We'll jump back to the Psalms here in just about a week. All right, today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Ron, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. 